and you're listening to Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. I'm Rob. Lucky you. This week in Awesome, probably the news that most melted my face enough of the week was the Year of the Monkey Optimus Primal. Um, being just a quick uh, brush up for you guys, uh, for those who aren't aware, I guess, you know, every year as part of the Platinum series, Hasbro puts out about one, two toys themed after the current Chinese Zodiac year. Um, this past year, of course, being year of the goat, we did got a cool clear, well, depending on who you ask, cool clear and gold masterpiece sound wave reissue and a clear and gold G2, uh, Laser Rod Optimus Prime reissue, which I really wanted that one, but I never actually saw it and I didn't really chase it, you know. But this year for Year of the Monkey, uh, no clue what the other toy will be, but Optimus Primal uh, is one of them, which is perfectly great because not only is it Year of the Monkey, but 2016 is the 20th anniversary of Beast Wars. Holy crap, <laughs> I'm getting, you know, here's the thing. In 2004, when the 20th anniversary of Transformers came out, it was like, man. Now it's 19, I'll be honest with you, when the 10th anniversary of Beast Wars came up, I didn't even think about it. But now that's almost 20 years since Beast Wars started, I'm like, wow, I should start acting like an adult. This is, uh, this is going on. But they're using the Air Attack Optimus Primal mold, which was intended to be released in Beast Machines, and didn't see release till the uh, Robots in the Skies line in 2000. Um, I think it was a Toys R Us exclusive. It was a great figure. It was like a, a very large, at the time it was the Supreme class price. Um, and essentially it's a very large, about liter scale, maybe a little bulkier because of the you know, toys at the time. Uh, figure of Optimus as he appeared on the Beast Machine show. It was a really good figure. Um, oddly enough, for the year of the Monkey Edition, he's blue and red. With the, uh, he's wearing blue and red armor, which makes him look a whole lot like Primal Prime, which I know is completely unintentional because they probably just wanted him blue and red to look more like a traditional Optimus, which is what they did with the. Uh, Lyo Convoy Universe toy uh, a couple of years back until that, you know, the Target had the exclusive regular white and red colored version, but they made that one that was general retail red and blue to make them more optimacy. So, whoever's decision that is. But it looks really good on this mold. And honestly, I would have rather them used the Optimal Optimus mold. So... Because, you know, Optimus, Optimal Optimus and Primal Prime is like, those are some of the best toys in my opinion. And I would wish they would have uh, used that mold instead. But they really went with a really good one. So I can't complain. I really can't. Um, I brain farted. Uh, for those watching the uh, Facebook video version of this show, you'll notice I haven't gotten a whole lot done on my... Uh, brand new man cave at my new home. Um, I've gotten a good bit of work done actually, just not as much as I'd like to. I've actually been focusing more on the house at large as opposed to 
my little toy room because I can wait, you know. And not to mention, you put organizing a new home on top of uh, adult life. You, you know, you just went like, there's only so much time for something. So the toy room, can I can take my time with it. I don't want to, but I can, you know. But this week, um, let's see. We didn't get any Q&A. Uh, the pool's empty, and I'm still waiting for some more. I was about to say, I'm waiting for some more questions in the Being Awesome uh, Q&A thread, which is on the uh, Talk Transformers Facebook group, which is our exclusive forum, and the best place, really, online to talk Transformers. That's pretty bold of me to say. I'm a bold guy, but I'm also honest, so I have nothing to gain from lying to you. So, go join Talk Transformers. You'll appreciate it. What is that? Oh, it's my phone. Oh, it keeps going off. Apparently, I got a voicemail. That's yeah. Wow, it's going crazy. No, I didn't even hear it ring. I usually pretty good. I got three bars, you know, and I'm on Wi-Fi, so I don't know why it didn't ring. I don't know. Okay, okay. I'm I'm gonna answer this. Uh, give me just a second, guys. Victor, what are you doing? I told you, projectionist. I'm calling Rob Springer of Being Awesome. I have a Transformers question to ask him. I think I'm on hold. I see. You're going to ask him about Orson Welles, right? What? No, everybody knows the answer to that. Orson Welles played Unicron in Transformers the Movie. I'm referring to the fact that Leonard Nimoy is rumored to have finished most of Welles' lines. Oh. Well, I was going to ask Rob what he felt about the new Combiner Wars toys. If he thought it was kind of weird that Optimus Prime and Megatron were being used as the main components of the body for the Combiners. Can you think your question about these... Children's toys is more important than finding out the fact about Orson Welles? No, I don't think it's more important, Projectionist. Uh, I think the point is rendered moot anyway. I don't think Rob is home. I'll try calling back a little bit later in the day. Whoa! <laughs> Just as I was noting, I didn't get any questions in our Q&A. Apparently I got a call from my, uh, my friends Vic and the Projectionist over at the Saturday Frights podcast. Uh, that's one of my favorite podcasts out there. And what it is is a uh, they review retro horror movies and TV shows. And it's just a great listen. And you guys should all check it out. Um, but as to answer your question, wow, that was really cool. I <laughs> didn't expect it coming. Uh, first, as a two part question, uh, the Projectionist asks, and I'm gonna. Go ahead and answer his first, because it's quick, and be honest with you, he might kill me. Um, yeah, Orson Welles has always been kind of, you know, it was always kind of rumored that Leonard, Leonard Nimoy did those last dying, 
uh, death throes of Unicron. But there's never really any concrete evidence, other than the fact that it sounds a whole lot more like Leonard Nimoy than Orson Welles. Though I believe it was about a year or two ago that, hold on, a little apple juice there. I believe it was about a year or so ago, I think it was Leonard Nimoy had said, I think it was when he's doing his uh, media stuff for Dark of the Moon, which, you know, he voiced uh, Sentinel Prime in that, that he didn't actually do that, and that was Orson Welles. So, who knows if he's telling the truth? We can't ask him now, you know, rest in peace, uh, Leonard. But, you know, there's no concrete proof, but it sure does sound like Leonard Nimoy doing it. There at the end. Uh, but to go on to Vic's question, my thoughts on Combiner Wars. Uh, I really like it. I know a lot of people are starting to get a little fatigued due to uh, the nature of... I'll go into a little exposition here. Combiner Wars um, uses a lot of the same base figure mold. As in... They reshell the vehicle parts and some cosmetic things like the head and chest plates and stuff to make them look different. But there's about maybe three original bases of engineering as the inside parts go for these guys. And they use that a lot uh, for budget reasons and also for uh, uniformity reasons. And then, you know, your main body components, the Voyager figures, they're doing a lot of remolding, like reshelling basic engineered molds too. Also for... Uh, budget reasons and you know it works uh one thing i really like about it is it's under the guise of being the classic combiners but then you have like cyclonus and optimus being made to combiner members as well as bait the uh upcoming scattershot who doesn't have the rest of the, the best of, blah, 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 rest of the technobots to make computron he makes betatron you know and those those are, they're different. And here's my thought. They're under the guise of, hey, here's all the classic combiners with some new twists. It looks more like it was designed to be a modular toy line because customizable toys are all the rage right now. Legos, Minecraft, you name it. That's all the rage. So even though they're aimed at an older collector, they're also made so kids can play with them. And they're also aimed at, that's the majority of the Transformers retail space right now. You have a couple of, of the new Robots in Skies toys. You've got, like, some of the more younger kitty-aimed stuff. You know, there's the play school stuff down in the play school aisle. But then you got all this Combiner Wars stuff. So it was obviously like, yeah, we want kids to buy this crap. <laughs> um... But it's very obviously designed as a modular play pattern. As in, anybody can combine with anybody, and you can make a combiner with anybody. I, I think that worked. But essentially, you could combine... You know, here, here, here's how you can make Defensor. Here's how you can make Bruticus. Here's how you can make Optimus Maximus. You know... Here's how you can just take the middle and put everything together and make this. And that, I think, is really the play pattern. As It's more of a modular play pattern. But they did a really great job. And figures like Devastator, you know, of course he doesn't combine with anybody but Devastator components. But I think you get my point. I think that's kind of the play pattern of envisioned in there. 
And once again, we, uh, it works where the design team has to basically answer to somebody in marketing. Somebody in marketing was probably more considered thinking, let's make this a play pattern more so than a specific line. You know what I'm saying? Um, now to go on to your question where you asked what I thought of figures like Optimus and Megatron being made combiners. Um, well, Megatron falls into the weird area because he's a leader figure and he doesn't, he's an actually combiner. He just actually has the Combiner Wars logo on his box like Ultra Magnus uh, does. You know, that's just a part of being out during this time. That's just, I guess they're, they, I'm trying to think of the word. I just, I guess they just fall victim to coming out during a themed series. Um, but Optimus, of course, is a combiner, and so is his repaint, uh, the Battle Con Battle Optimus version, which is all white with a more uh, Victory Star Convoy-looking head mold, and that doesn't bother me at all. Now, some of the more classic Autobots, like Ironhide, Wheeljack, and Sunstreaker, getting added into the mix, that's fun, but that also goes into my, they're going to repaint and reuse these molds as often as they can to get the most money out of them, you know, but also goes into my theory of modular play pattern was the actual theming as far as Hasbro corporates wanting to do. So that's more of, here's more toys, make who you want. Here's Galvatronus with Prowl as an arm, and, well, why are, they're from Rhode Island, I don't know why they sound like they sell fried chicken, but that's there, but Optimus himself being a combiner doesn't bother me because he's pretty much always been one. Uh, dating back to this G1 toys, you know, Power Master Optimus Prime was a Power Master that combined with his trailer. And the Japanese incarnation of that toy was Genrai, you know, another character. But he combined with God Bomber to make uh, God Genrai, you know, a more powerful, you know, you add it onto the trailer, and then you add this other little robot dude on there. And of course, in the uh, reissue about Jesus a decade ago, <laughs> of Power Master Optimus Prime, they just used that Genrai set. So now Power Master Prime had Apex Bomber, this little robot guy to make Apex Power Master Prime. You know, Apex Armor, excuse me. You know, and that was G1. You know, up into the uh, 2000 Royce and Sky's Line, he combined with Ultra Magnus and made Omega Prime. And that was a really neat uh, combination. I liked the way they shook hands and the other hand would fold over to make the larger hand. It was very stylistic uh, transformation, I thought. And of course, into the uh, Unicron Saga, you know, Optimus, various Optimus toys are combined with Jetfire, Omega Supreme, as far as a bunch of other guys, you know. I was like Wing Saber, who was basically an American version of Star Saber, so to speak, you know, stuff like that. Leo Breaker, you know, he combined with like several dudes, and several at a time, Overlord, you know, he combined with Jetfire Overlord to make this big honking thing, you know. So, you combine a lot there, and I'm trying to think, just to make sure I got my bases covered, I don't always get them all. You know, in the movies, he combined with Jetfire, though that was really, he wore his dead teammate's body as a jetpack. That was just not so much combining as much as, whoa, wait, what's going on? He just put his dead body on. And now he's flying. Get out of his way. He's, he just ripped his face off. I just heard someone yelling outside. <laughs> so I think someone's mad at their other. 
<laughs> here there, it's a ghost. Yeah, I just moved here. Anyway. I just thought maybe it's the projection is coming for me. Anyway. But, you know, that was just kind of weird. And, you know, going on, we didn't get a combining Optimus for a while. After that, I guess. Um, in Transformers Go, the uh, Japanese equivalent of our Beast Hunters, part of the Prime series, they made an Optimus figure who could combine with the other Go members. Um, and, you know, going back to G1 again, Star Convoy, which, you know, the Japanese... Uh, one of the Japanese Optimus toys, his base mode can combine with other base modes. So basically what I'm saying is, Vic, Optimus is combined a lot, so it doesn't bother me whatsoever. And as with the repaint of the Optimus toy coming out, that's, like I said, all white, and his head looks, my nose itches, <laughs> his, his head looks like a Star Convoy. So I'm like 100% happy with it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it doesn't bother me whatsoever because he's, He's always combined in some way or form. So it doesn't bother me. I know some people probably want him traditional and stuff. And that's awesome. That's fine. So I hope I answered your question, Wells. And guys, please check out the Saturday Frights podcast. Um, it's over at the Retroist. And they, there's also the Retroist podcast. And Vic has another uh, podcast called Diary of an Arcade Employee. Where uh, he actually is a worker at the Arcadia Retrocade. I think I said that right. And he shares his stories about retro video games really good stuff love those guys um but i'm rob you can check me out on twitter and tumblr at robo rob springer and you can check out our shows and showtimes at tfradio.net you know being awesome is part of the radio free cybertron family of shows and if you'd like to support the network we got an amazon links you can click on to um help support us you know it doesn't cost you anything you just Buy something from Amazon, just go through those links. So it's an easy way to support the network without actually having to worry about it. So, hey, thanks a lot for listening. And I'm actually, somebody's bumping around outside. So I'm going to go check my door. I'm like, who is that? <laughs> so I'm going to go check my door, see if they left a Chinese restaurant menu on it or whatever. So thanks a lot for listening, guys. And tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> for more being awesome. And please go to Talk Transformers and feel free to submit more questions. Thanks a lot, everyone. Bye.